Well, welcome back to Asleep at Work, the podcast where we talk to everyday British NFL fans about why. Uh, nope, want to start that again. Hello and welcome back today. I'm very excited about this one because, as I've just said to my guest off off the recording. I feel like I've got a little bit of NFL UK royalty in the house here today. Um, how are you, Claire? Um, I, I'm fine. Um, it's lovely to have uh, football back. Um, it, it, um, she's an expensive mistress and she leaves for a long, long, long off-season and then she comes yeah. riding back into town and I'm prepared to throw money and stay up very late to interact with her. <laughs> And this is exactly what I want to talk to you about, is this this passionate, uh, th- 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 this whole thing. Um, and as you say that, I don't know if you can tell, every now and again I'm, I keep looking over my left-hand shoulder because I've got Eastern Carolina and Michigan on the, on the screen, because football's back. Football's back at last, at last. September, baby. I literally wish the summer away. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, isn't it, when you become a fan of things, something like American football, and and we we spend so long kind of waiting for the waiting for the summer, and then it, all of a sudden the summer comes, and you're like, right, come on, please, September now, please, autumn, please. Yeah. Um, oh, as yeah. I say, NFL royalty, you are someone who's been a, I say, a, a pillar of the NFL UK community, someone who's been a huge champion of the game over here, someone who's been. For someone for, for a day like today, obviously as as a Lions fan, normally I'm not a huge fan of the Bears, but I can honestly say like the 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 way that you've been able to galvanise fans of all 32 teams and just kind of sharing the passion of the sport, I think's been incredible. I mean, I think we're lucky here as sort of non-American fans because if I lived in Chicago. I'd only get to hang out with Chicago Bears fans, which is fine, and I love my team yeah. and my tribe, do not get me wrong. But my my best friend is my nearest NFL fan that I know of, by the way, they could be, but um, and she's a Saints fan. So, And then my nearest fan after that is a Titans fan. And if we get together, we all have to talk about each other's teams, be classy, yeah. I have to hear how well Derek Henry is doing, and I have to hear about... Oh no! Now that Drew's grown and and whatnot, so I I think we're very lucky here that we'll sh- as much as we belong to our individual tribes. It's as much like what I describe, what I imagine sort of being a Native American would be. You belong to your own tribe. I am definitely a bear. If you cut me, I will bleed navy and orange for you. Um, but we all meet up and we all belong to the the big tent of American football. Yeah, and I think the the best examples of that are things like the you see the London games and how all thirty two oh, yeah. teams are so well represented and it's I mean one of the speaking to some of the friends in the States, one of the biggest things that, that confuses me a bit at times is coming from English football and from that background and how away fans are not allowed anywhere near home fans and they have to be separated by yeah. lines of security and police to a game where I watch these and Lions and Bears or Bears and Packers fans will all be sat next to each other during divisional games yeah. at the end of the season. But I think just the way that... So I know we know that through the sport, fans of different teams can sit next to each other and enjoy it. But to watch all 32 teams get represented, have everyone sat next to each other and just enjoying... Yeah, 
the, it's, the it's experience. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing to be a, a part of. Um, it, it's all sort of like, I, I have to say, in my experience, I find that the NFL draws a sort of high, more knowledgeable fan because there's lots of different rules. It's yeah. not like in football where ball go back and back and that you win sort of thing there's there's a little bit more yeah. in, in nuance to our sport so it draws a slightly more intelligent person and you have to be willing to sacrifice i have to like okay i'm booking the friday off after thanksgiving off i'm i'm making sure monday after the super bowl is is booked off if there's a prime time game i might have to go oh can i change work schedules or doctor's appointments and whatnot yeah because you have to want it and it's more precious and more lovely because you want it and you have to put that little bit more effort into that yeah and i think i said this to to a few people who've been on here already and i speak i speak like this all the time to my friends and i think there's there's that and then there's the fact that so for for things like with me and and our football i grew up with it i i was kind of it was it was thrust upon me at a young age. It was just what you played in school. It was what you... I mean, I'm sat here in a Manchester City shirt now. I've just watched the Manchester City game. It's, just, it's something that, being from Manchester, is something that, again, a, a very footballing city, it's thrust upon you. But with the NFL, it's, I think we find that... And I, what I love about the kind of community that we have is, unlike, I guess, to a certain extent, unlike in the States, it's not thrust upon us from a young age. It's something that we find and kind of earn our own, not kind of create our own passion for it. And I think yeah. when the amount of times that I know you'll get this experience too, I've gone to the shops and I've seen someone in a Steelers hat or a Raiders hoodie or something, and I've said, oh, you know, I mentioned <laughs> Roethlisberger or Derek Carr or something, and, and they're going, no, I don't know who those people are. I just really like this jumper or I just really like this hat. Yeah. You kind of just get that appreciation for we just like the same thing, and isn't this cool yeah. how we like the same thing? And I mean, I I try like I do like getting the NFL nod, and I do sort of report back on on my Twitter at Cloudabout eighty five about oh oh I saw someone or I interacted with someone a couple of weeks ago. I was on a bus, but there was a Seahawks female Seahawks fan on the on the bus, and ended up having such an in depth conversation. I completely missed my stop by like four stops, and had to be like really cool and like Bing and get off and be like oh I'm just so good to be late for the thing that I I was in because it was like oh, you know I need to have a chat because it's not yeah. available to me me all the time sort of thing like quick get it in um so um yeah I do I do you know I will if I see someone I'll give them the nod and ask sort of thing the only team I'm a bit wary with asking if I see them wearing something and everyone's like it's the Packers it's the Packers it's Claire absolutely not it's Raiders fans because Raiders have that hip-hop thing and New Era put a lot that and so if I see someone in just a Raiders hat I'll make a calculated yeah. guess on if they are or if they're not. But if it's like hat and a top, you're like, right, I'm at least initiating this conversation because I feel safety. But if it's just a Raiders hat, I'm like, mm. it's a bit like if you see someone in a, a Yankees Yankees hat, you're yeah. like, are oh, you a baseball fan? Yeah. Um, so, um, oh yeah, oh yeah, and it's becoming more readily available to buy, which is which is great. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in Primark the other day. Not the other day, even a few weeks ago, when they had the NBA collection, and again as a Detroit-based fan, we we are notoriously crap at every spot. Um, 
so like finding Detroit like Pistons gear or Lions gear anywhere is is awful. However, I found and they were just kind of getting to the end of I think the current contract with the NBA for for gear, and they were trying to get. No one bought any piston stuff. They still had all the piston stuff out there. <laughs> and they were all on reduced, so I was like, right, um, I'll take all of it. I'll have I'll have a couple of them, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but as as we're, we're going to circle back and go to the very, very start of this. Um, for someone who is such a, 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 a pillar of, of the community in the UK and has become such a passionate individual about the sport. Where did that passion start? Where? How did you first come across it? Um, so um, I think I've got a slightly unusual um, story. So um, like all the best superhero movies start, it's a dark and stormy night. And um, my, my mother is pregnant with my baby brother, Matthew, and um, there is a gap between much older children and much younger children in our family. From we're a what's traditionally now called a blended family. Um, yeah. And my father is a um, long-serving member of the military, especially at this point. But Claire, and so we'd we'd had American friends. We, you know, so American sport yeah. was not unknown to us. And my mum goes into labour. It's my dad's birthday. And I get literally picked up by my dungarees and shoved into the car and we drive off to hospital. I can remember being picked up by it because I'm I'm three and getting picked up and off we go. Um, And we go and I'm watching Channel 4 back when, you know, there was only four channels back back in the old days, you know, before the internet was a thing, this sort of thing. Um, And Super Bowl 20 was showing up on this little hospital a waiting room screen that was as deep as it was wide, this little screen. Yeah. Um, and instead of where my dad should have been and helping my mum push and do stuff like that, um, my dad sat out with me and I watched Super Bowl Twenty. And um, my my brother comes two weeks later. My, my mum had, and he was fine and everything, but he had low oxygen on the brain and he's now a Vikings fan. So I think those two things go to go together um yeah um so um we sit and we watch and my name's claire and they have c's on their helmet and i'm like oh i know that that letter that that belongs to me um everyone calls me claire the bear my my big sister is yogi bear and i am boo boo bear the big bear gets the little bear into into trouble um navy and orange are my favorite colors and you know, they go on and win it and they look like superheroes hitting each other. And when you're three, you just want the big yeah. old hits. And, you know, the 85, 86 bears are, I think they're, I think the 2020 20, 20, Ravens have just knocked them off the, the thing. But they're yeah. like one of the best love teams of all with the best defences and whatnot. Yeah. And, you know, the heavens open, the NFL angels go, oh. And I I become a um, Bears fan. I mean, my, my dad is a team of um, the team that you cannot mention for political correctness reasons. And right. he absolutely refuses to call them the thing that they're called now. Um, okay. But he, he's he's a Washington. He's a Washington yeah. fan. Um, and 
so that that happens and obviously so you get into it and then aunts and uncles get your t-shirts and things and we'd go on holiday and there's a there's a long gap and then you sort of get into your teens and um I I couldn't remember like I'd do my paper round and I'd uh, make sure I got a copy of USA Today so I could get the results in and my dad used to belong to a this is how old I go back into like loving the sport um used to write off to a subscription service and you'd get VHS tapes sent to you and they'd be two yeah they'd be two uh, there'd be one game on two tapes because that's how big the games were. You couldn't pick what game you got. You just got sent a game um, and you could return the tape back for like credit or you could keep it and and sort of on your account. So I'd, I'd always have access. I'd sneak down. I mean, I got grounded more than once watching the sneaking down to watch the Super Bowl. And the deal was my dad would always be like, Gee, I could have a day for every point scored. Or he could give me a time that he thought I could pick the points differential sort of thing. And and it was back in the day when it was smart to take the points. And yeah. I think it was uh, a, a Denver Super Bowl and they won. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take the points. It's the smart thing to do. Because it, was it, was, it had been low scoring at the point where I'd got busted. And I got grounded for a month. Um, so thank you very much, John. <laughs> Love it. I love it. That is, you were right. That is one of the more unusual stories that we've had. Um, and but I can't, I can't help but absolutely love it. And again, I've the the the, the Bears fans that I've spoken to, a lot of them come from that similar era, particularly when. Yeah. And I, I remember when we were good. <laughs> yeah. When, when my my dad hates the sport. Um, I mean, well, I don't. I doesn't hate it. But he'll know who the fridge is, and he'll know who. Um... Oh yeah. But one yeah. of the things when I really got into it is my dad turning around to me and saying, "I remember when that was big in the eighties, and the only teams I can remember are the Bears, because they were the team of the eighties." Yeah. He mentioned so Bears. 49ers, Dolphins, Cowboys are usually, and Wash, those are the big teams that usually get mentioned by people who can't remember anything. Those are the teams that get remembered. No, he knew the the Bears, uh, the team that your dad likes that we can't mention for political correctness reasons. (laughs) And the Commanders. Um, And he also knew, bear in mind, my dad's a Manchester United fan, so he knows who the Glazers are. And who the books are, because he's got a vehement, passionate despising of that team. Um, And he just kind of... They're they're the couple of teams that he remembers being really popular from around the late 80s when the NFL did have a push of it in the UK. Um, But you talk about... It sounds like love at first... I know you kind of explain it like love at first sight when you first watch it in in the waiting room at the age of, what, three years old? And it seems to be something that's become really quite a family affair with it all. Like, say, your brother now supports the Vikings. I mean, he, my, my two it. brothers that do are very, very casual Viking fans. Um, my, my dad is, and he'll like to this year, uh, the Bears do play Washington. I think it's yeah. week seven. I can't off the top of my head. Um, but we will have a bet on who's who's buying dinner. Someone will have to, the next time I go and see him and we travel down, loser will buy dinner, basically. Um, yeah. 
which is always always a good laugh um but uh, and my my mum has always encouraged me to you know I was such a tomboy that there was no hope for for me she just had to go with the flow and encourage the thing that I loved and was was passionate about and you know she she made my cape for things and she'd tuck things in and and whatnot and my I think it was my second game I came I went and it was solo my second game was a solo game and um I went went to Chicago and um, I said to mum, oh, can you hold up at the airport when you come pick me up? Can you hold up a sign saying Miss Ball? You know, I wanted that movie thing at the airport. Yeah. Um, and my mum stayed up to, to watch the game and it was I, I looked through the schedule and was like, oh, when do I want to go? And I, I wanted to catch the first first London game. And so I was like, well, I don't I don't want to go that. I want, I'm going to be for here for the... Um, Giants, Dolphins, and that Eli Manning unicorn touchdown of him rushing in that in the rain. Um, yeah. So I was like, oh, I looked and I was like, oh, I want to see a match. I'll see Bears Cowboys, de- decent game. So I, I go, I have a holiday, I literally bleed money. Um, this was back when it was like two two dollars to the pound. It was lovely, um, and it was our biggest defeat um, since the fright. Yeah, and I'm like. And I stayed. I had every second of that. I refused to get up and walk. I was like, I've paid too much money to leave this thing. So fortunately, I watch it. It's like my second, third live game. And I come back and my mum's holding up the score as my welcome home. Um, and I'm like, I'm getting a cab. Screw you guys. <laughs> you know, uh, my, my family are a bunch of rotters. Um, and yeah, I'm like, that's it. I'm going to taxi. <laughs> How old were you at that point? Because I, I, were you old enough to use the threat of like emancipation or like I'm going to go get adopted? Would that be a, a level of threat that would have worked at that point? I mean, my my dad does threaten. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know what you've, you you mentioned beforehand, but I do giveaways and I cover every single yeah. you know fa- fa- fans and um, you know ev- everyone should get some lovings. Just you know, I, I look at it as like I like ice cream, so I really like bears ice cream. But I shouldn't tell you that you should only eat bears ice cream. Yeah. You know, so get on and, and fill your you know your your lick things and be like oh, I like this one, I like this one, and then one day you'll just find the thing you love, or you might just be one of those fans that actually like I don't want to pick, I want the whole smorgasbord of a yeah. thing, and then you can and I've got no problem with that whatsoever. Um, you know, I don't want to, I'm having a great time. I, I, and people are like, oh, are you, are you an influencer? And I'm like, no, I don't want to really be, I don't want to influence anything. I want to be a counsel, a, a guide, a sort of Sherpa is a more champion. the sort of wizened tribal elder sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I look at you as a champion of, just a PR champion and ambassador of the sport. Um, yeah. Which I think in its own right is. But so you you go from three years old hospital waiting room watching huge people smash into each other with your dad, yeah. and then you get to now or the last few years where you've been such a champion of the sport and really rallied around getting people behind all thirty two teams and behind the game as a whole. You mentioned about the, whole, the late nights. You mentioned the rescheduling of your week and rescheduling doctor's appointment, work appointments, work shifts, and 
you've mentioned kind of going and you know putting wages on games with your dad for for meals and to do all those things you've got to love the sport you, you don't just do it for something you feel uh, a bit oh yeah towards. i'm i've i've drunk the kool-aid and not only have i drunk the kool-aid i'm dishing it out to everyone if yes. i give give them half a chance sort of thing um i um took my my my, my boyfriend my partner at the time um, to his to stop him from getting any older because there was a bit of an age gap between the two of us. He wouldn't celebrate his birthday. He would do favourite day um, sort of thing. So okay. and we would do either either one something's favourite. So um, the second second year that we did this, I took him to the Saints Chargers game here in London. I, I worked at Woolies and whatnot, and I was like, I'm going to get the best seats in the house that. Claire can afford not that money can buy because those are two different two very different things Um, but I paid for club club lovely club Wembley seats I wanted his first time to be lovely we got a nice cup holder I came over all very Yorkshire when I worked out how much the drinks for the beers were what they got and I was like you know I came back and I was like you better drink every drop of that and you better tell me it's the tastiest beer you've ever had in your life for the amount of money I've just paid for this beer and this is nearly 15 years ago so um prices only go up um and I take him and it's the Saints Chargers game I I still get goosebumps talking about it's ridiculous and that Drew Brees 80 yard huck for the last thing the whole crowd, I'm as far away from this play as breaking out. And I can remember what it sounds like hearing 80,000 people breathe in and hold their breath at the same time as this thing goes up. It's electric. It's, I've got goosebumps. And it goes in and it's a catch. There's a knee slide. The crowd goes more, ah, you know, absolutely crazy. And yeah, and those aren't rare things that happen in us but i mean i I can call out games where it's been ping pong back and forth and whatnot but neither of those teams were my team and i still get a very react electric reaction to to that you know and john goes on and he's now a saints fan and then the following year the saints win the super bowl and i'm like i hate you i have waited decades for my team to even sniff a super bowl let alone win it and you rock up and you're a fan for 500 days and you win a super bowl and um yeah yeah my wife was a fan for 20 minutes uh, what feels like 20 minutes and they got to the <laughs> championship game where they lost to the rams um <laughs> at which at which point i was because as again as a lot similar as a lions fan uh, and I feel like I've got the good. I've I'm got the sorry. Side of the Lions, <laughs> I've got the good side of the card. I, I have to say, genuinely, and I'm not. I'll, I'll take my bears hat off and be a neutral, like a proper good good girl. I think. I think you might. I think you might top our division this year. I think it's between you and the Vikings. But I'd love to see you absolutely slug it out. I, re- I genuinely would. As a Lions fan, you've had it so rough for so so long. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and look, I've had the I've had the, the easy side. I didn't have to go through the 0-16 season. I, I was after that. I didn't have to sit through um, Dan Orlovsky running out of the end zone for a safety. I didn't. I've. I, I, I feel like I've kind of lived that history anyway because I I don't I didn't follow the team and just kind of go with it. I I got through the history and but so I'll, I'll my first game was Bears Lions 
at that I saw live. And it was 2023, it was the opening of Soldier Field, it was that game. And it's right. that Megatron game where it is a catch, not a catch in that end zone. Yeah. I'm literally, because there's such a famous angle of this thing, I'm literally two rows out of the shot from that angle, from the crowd. And to this day, I could stand up in court and say this, I think... He caught the ball. That catch was a catch. I mean, I'm glad that the Bears won and whatnot. Do yeah. not get me wrong. And the friends that I were with were like, whoop, 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 you know, loving it. Um, but I think Megatron and the Lions were done over that day. I genuine, and I, I say that to this day, 20 no. years later. It's something we're all used to. Um, yeah. I, will never, <laughs> I will never forget the... We'll get onto this. I think we'll get onto that bit in a second. Um, I love I, one thing I love hearing, and again, it's a, it's a common theme in some of these episodes. The, the episode that we've just done with Dan Connor, who's a Cowboys fan, and there's a couple others we've spoke about. This. We were talking about games where it's like really close at the end of, at, at the end, and it, for me, the Lions don't have to be played. It could be anyone. For you, the Bears don't have to be played. It could be anyone, and. Your bum doesn't leave the seat. Your eyes don't come off the screen. Yeah, both teams have I, got three, I, minutes, three timeouts. If if you ha- if you're within seven, you've got seven seconds left on with the ball. Doesn't matter what t- you can come back and win it. Um, and the Lions were notorious for coming back. Matt Matt Stafford was notorious fourth yes. man clutch like my friends like oh and it's like it's not over Stafford will find something you know um, and for a laugh we've we um I pace up and down um, and I've done 8k in my flat just walking up and down up and down because I get I get nervous you know it's so good that I live on my own because I drive people insane um walking in front of the front of the tv sort of thing um, and I, I have to let my neighbours know. Like, I'll I'll send a note out this week. Look, football season starting. I might be up at you know silly hours. If you can hear the TV or me shouting, please let me know. And I'll you know quite, I've never had anything, but I always let them know. Yeah. You know, um, it on sort of thing. But we talk about some of those moments. Um, I said we're a huge fan of kind of. We uh, read that. We talk about kind of with those moments. It doesn't matter who's playing. I think if there's like if it's less than a two score game, usually, it can be more than a two score game. But usually, it's within a two score game, there's five minutes to go, and both teams have got three timeouts. Anything's going to happen here. There could be thirty more Anything. points to be scored. Um, so we talk and just how kind of tense they are, and, and watching those games, even as a, a neutral. Um, you watch these games and they're so intense. And these are the things that kind of make us so passionate about this sport. These are the things, some of the moments where you're like, okay, I love this now. Okay, I realise that I do love this. What are some of those ones for you that have kind of, some of those key moments that I guess throughout your kind of young era of watching the sport and and you're getting into it and what are some of those ones where you look at it and you kind of look back now and go, okay, the reason that Claire the Bear exists is... Like that's one of the reasons, and that's one of the reasons. Um, oh gosh, I mean, 
that's I mean I've I've been Claire the Bear for thirty odd years, so there's a lot of lot of games to well, yeah. to, well, like, to cover and 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 whatnot. I mean I have to say like if I'm introducing someone to a sport, what's it two three seasons ago the the Chiefs Rams was it Chiefs Bills where it was back and forth back and forth you're like oh Chief my Rams. god you know if you had to inch and it had yeah yeah and it had a little bit of everything in it yes. so it had some defensive stop and what because I think. Sort of, I, I remember old school football. I can remember when teams were shut out and things like that. And we we get a lot less of that that now. And you know, I'm I'm an '80s Bears fan and remember defense being king. And it, it's changed to points points win prizes, which does make it exciting for the league and and whatnot. I can I completely see why they've done what they've done. But that's been a banger. We had traveling back. We watched. We were traveling home. We watched the. Jags play the Bills and we'd finished the game, it was lovely Jags had a good time and the Saints kick off and they're playing the Giants and both my friends who I was travelling with are Saints fans and they'd be like the Saints are ahead the Giants are ahead like ping-ponging on our train journey home and we were meant to drop my friend off home, but it was like, no, no, quick, let's get to Claire's. And then it went to overtime. And then I can remember us sitting here huddling around the TV to literally watch the Saints do this last minute field goal kick that, that won the won the game. Um, watching some trick play when it's all on the line and, you know, the Philly, that, that's... Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and some things kill me. Like, I want a pound for every time an Eagle fan has t- tweet, tweeted the word doink to me, um, or double doink. That will that will live on. There has been with with the highs. There have been some some heartbreak, especially being a Bears yeah. Bears fan. But I've I've never regretted. Oh, actually, that's that's a lie. As a Bears fan, sometimes I've regretted staying up to watch a match. But when if I've yeah. stayed up as a neutral to watch a match i've never regretted the sort of double espresso starbucks run on the on the way in or at sort of three o'clock in the afternoon when you're absolutely dragging your fingernails across the finish line sort of thing um and it's it's great to be able to say i i watching something live is so different from watching oh, a billion replays on on youtube or or whatnot it was there live you saw it with your own own eyes you know i've i've sent some explosive tweets out at sort of four o'clock in the morning and, and stuff like that and back on and um channel five had and we'd be all in the 3am club you know sort of thing because we'd all stayed up and um we're watch, watching games and and it builds a real camaraderie you know who's up at that time in the morning because you can see all 80 of you on social media together and um. I, I love some of those as well. So like things like the the Philly special you've mentioned, things like the the Rams Chiefs game. I remember staying up for that, and still to this day I'm happy to say we've got one of the quarterbacks from that game now. And and yeah, just what watching game like that, I've been able to say the twenty eight. If you're a Falcons fan, I bet if you had a pound for every twenty eight three comment you've heard in your lifetime. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Things like that are always gonna be. Uh, but I had one not like, a few. We had one a few years ago when the Lions played the Packers at Lambeau. It was week 
think it was week 17, week 17, not the one just gone, which I'm grateful for <laughs> staying up until stupid o'clock in the morning for that one. But it was the one where um, I remember there were three phantom calls on the final drive, or the, over the two final drives of the game, two horse collars that never happened and a holding that never yeah. happened, despite the fact that Packers were holding, and we're getting into that now because I'll start getting angry. And yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, that, that's an entire podcast where we could bitch at each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, um, we're both aware of what it's like to play the Packers at Lambeau in January or yeah. or, or, or yeah. December. Oh, um, I do think the tables. Are, num, 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 week yeah. one. Yum, 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 yum. I'm very much looking forward to that. And if, if you haven't realised, this, this podcast has been recorded before this game, so I might be singing a different tune on social yeah. media. But um, well, if we win, yay! If we lose, damn it. Well, I cannot edit, edit appropriately. That I can always edit that bit out. If the Bears lose, yeah. I can edit this bit out. So you, we, don't, we don't out like this. Um, but watching games like that, and I remember being in work the very next morning, after that, and I don't know we didn't exactly have the playoffs riding on it, but it's still just so heartbreaking to lose on the final drive with ghost calls yeah. and all that sort of stuff. A tick, tick, remember... balls. That double doink was just like, yeah. you know. And... Um, I've I've had to put signs up on the office or or, or stuff or in my flat and like, do not ask me how the Bears game went. Like, if you want to stay alive, do not have your opening comment when you see me go, how did the Bears game? because yeah. you won't like the response that you you get sort of thing you know i do feel fair warning to people um, um but it's games like that where i think it finished at something like quarter to five my wife got up at well yeah. my now wife got up at like six and i am still in the corner of the room going no tv on no nothing just sat there angry as anything i went into work the next day and they're like uh, very sick. Like, how did it go on last night? Just so, rage and coffee, keeping you going, happening. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, and, I have had and all no of us, all of us, all can tell you that story. All of us have got that story to tell. A, 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 a thing that did, the tip that didn't go the right way or whatnot. Yeah. But then you, you have utter like I, last season. I, you know, we only had three wins. Um, and one of them, I was at a, a friend's house, house sitting and, and cat simi, sitting, Jimmy, the world's most handsome cat. Um, and it was the Bears, uh, Packers, uh, Bears Patriots game. And I'd stay, and it was like, I'm so glad. And it, it was a slow starter, and it wasn't all bang, bang, bang. It, it was slow. But it was like, oh, we won. And, and when you've only had three wins in the season, they really sort of stand out when you when you have them. Um, so I could t- I, I can you vouch do want to stay up. If there's anything I can vouch for, it's how much a win means in a very, very much. Yeah, not especially very for season. there there are some teams who have had it too good for too long. <coughs> Patriots fans. Um yep. you know, so um and Packers fans, um, but but the, I do like the sort of semi-secular nature of the thing and the draft and how that works yeah. out. You know, you you get good, you get bad, and like even though we only won three games last season, I feel sort of really hopeful for this season. Are we a playoff team? No. Are we a are we in that wide that wide wild card bracket? 
right now at the beginning of the season, hell yeah, of course we're in that bracket. Because um, we're changing, we've made some good choices. Pence has made some choices that previous GMs would have not not have made. We got rid of someone who had like what seven million in guaranteed money, and he was like, "We'd rather have the roster spot than and lose the money." And you're like, "We've got a GM making this sort of yeah, you know." So um, I'm I'm forty now. I think we win a Super Bowl by the time I'm 50. I really hope. I really like the, the forever tune of the Bears fan. Next season, next season. You know, the train's coming around the corner. But I it's think that, we've made a change. I genuinely fans. do. Next year is our year. Mm. Um, yeah. Get on to that in a sec. So just the question that I do have to ask everybody. Okay. You, as such a passionate fan of the sport and... Uh, I mean, every year most teams get at least one prime time game. Most of the time. What are your tips for the next day? Like when on on a Friday morning, or because unfortunately, the games aren't played on a Saturday or a Friday night. They're all played on school yeah. nights. Um, all the more fitting when you actually did watch the game when you were a school age person, but. Yeah, uh, but even now nights. it's still called a school night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still on a school night. Um, how 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 do you get through the Friday, the Monday, the Tuesday? So, I I so I will answer this two ways. So, if it is sort of Super Bowl, you've booked the next day off, sort of thing. I. I am my 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 favourite words in the English language are free ice cream followed by Claire. Do you want a nap? Um, I I do love a love an afternoon nap. So if you can get an afternoon nap in, but you've got the following day off, that's you know that's a good good plan. But if you haven't, I would have a little sort of disco nap before the game. Get up, watch the game, and in that sort of time before I should get up or go to sleep, you have to work out, are you too buzzed to fall asleep? Because sometimes I can get another disco nap in and a a REM sleep, so I can be up, right, I'm up now. But if you can't, at that point, you go and take a shower, you take a cold shower and you go for a walk. And then you come back and you start, you have your your carbs and and have protein as your um, breakfast instead of a carb and then you like and then coffee um you know is is my my thing but and sometimes you know i've i'm i'm no saint i'm no saint i've i've gone and watched games i've not i'm not all doled up in my bear stuff all the time for a game sometimes it is a sleep t-shirt and a pair of knickers and, and whatnot and i'm curled up on the sofa and sometimes the blanket does sort of come over and oh i've missed the third quarter and it's the fourth quarter yeah. <laughs> i've done that more than once i i, I you know, we're only human. When you're not watching it stateside, it's not on for a time that, that is good for you. You know, if any NFL execs are listening, though, if we could have the London games on a Saturday, that would be great, you know, um, and have them at a traditional time when UK sport takes place because I think you would get more eyeballs of people who are not NFL fans involved in that. <laughs> yeah, and... Um... I, the only reason I think I'm sure this has been put forward before, but they can't 
cross the schedule over with college football, which is the only problem. It's, yeah, it's, it's to do with college and high school football. I, I do know why, yeah. sort of thing. But yes, in, um, in, in the... Um, you you think that they'd be able to sort of... Why. You think they'd be able to make an exception for international yeah. games, but so, so be yeah. it, sort of thing. But for, for anyone that doesn't know, that's generally why Saturdays are not allowed. Yeah. Um, because, and I feel like it's, I don't know if I'm, I'm trapping you here, because by the time this episode jumps out, the season will have started. Yes. Um, the Lions will be 1-0 after comfortably beating the Chiefs. Um, <coughs> potential shutout there. Uh, with I'm, I, I don't I'm envy you that having that as your first game. But, doesn't it, I know this sounds fun, and I, I, doesn't it take the pressure off you to win? You're like... Just take the W, learn some stuff, you know. I think it's one of the best. So Don't roll over. I, think... I absolutely don't want the Lions to roll over. Do not get me wrong. Oh, no. But I think the best thing that Dan Campbell has done is get players playing with that chip on the shoulder and being the underdog. And that's really worked for the kind of yeah. style he wants to play. And one of my worries this this off season has been what are we gonna do now all the hype's on us and the cameras are on us and everyone's on and watching Good Morning Football and Pete Strieger and everyone's going on about how great the Lions are and how uh, we're watching everyone now to we're watching all the bookies for the first time since I've been a Lions fan and speaking to Lions fans who've been Lions fans for longer than I've been a Lions fan longer than you've been a Bears fan who've said. This is the first time since arguably early Barry Sanders that we've been a favourite for the division. How do we deal yeah. with that? And one of the best things is have the Chiefs early because you can go in and say, do you know what? As much as they expect us to do well, we're the underdog going into that game. So starting the season, yeah. we're an underdog. And so if if you lose it by two two scores, as long as you come out healthy. You know, yeah, that that would be my, my... It's a win if you come out healthy and don't declare too much of your hand because you might see them again in the playoffs. Sort of yeah, and, but it's a good way to start the season with that whole kind of... We are the underdogs in this game and we do want to start that season with the whole... The ankle biting, we want to start... The kneecap biting even, um, to actually quote him properly... And then we've got a couple of things like the Seahawks are in week two where we lost that shootout against Geno Smith oh, last yeah. year. And again, we can go. In, you can start week two then with the whole kind of we, we need to get... And they took our playoff spot in the last week. And because of that game, we yeah. lost the playoff spot. Now we can go into that game with the whole kind of... Well, we need to get revenge for that. So I just, it's a good start to the season for the whole kind of we're still underdogs or we've got something to prove and something to go for. Um, but what I wanted to ask for you for you was how do you look at the season? Because I've spoke with a few Bears fans in things like Twitter Spaces and on Twitter, and <clears throat> the consensus is confidence in this season, not overconfidence, but confidence. It's got to be better than last year. Justin Fields oh, it, is the guy. It can almost not be, but it, you know, it's almost impossible for it to be as, as bad as last year. And we've made some good changes. Um, so more than three wins, yes. Um, are we third in the division? 
yeah, possibly some. It d- depends so. on some stuff. But, you know, like like I said, I, I would like to still be in playoff contention or still be mathematically possible for Thanksgiving. If we drop out after Thanksgiving, so so be it. But if we're still on, on, on the wild card train by Thanksgiving, I'll I'll take it. But next season, I wanna be a contender. I wanna be I wanna be like it's us and you or us and the bike, you know. Yeah. So this year let's let's not let's not have everything let's learn let's get some reps under some of the younger guys you know are we ever going to see jenkins trap take the mm. but anyway um so respectable gains stale healthy learn get get fields playing now where he's not running for his life yeah. Get get the not the yips because I don't think he has the yips. But last season he had to run, and this season let's have that be our ace in the hole that he can run, not that he has to run. How how well does your O line stay? How, how well um, does your O line do? Because I think some of it last season was he didn't have a lot. He just had no time. Yeah, a- a- absolutely, play. absolutely. So we we have fixed some holes. We have done some stuff. So. I, I am more confident. Are we an absolute steel wall? No. Uh, very very few <laughs> lines are are sort of thing. Um, but we are we we've gone from being a a a, 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 st- a straw house. We're definitely a stick house. You know, we're not a brick yeah. house yet, but we're definitely a stick house. Good stick house. So yeah, um, yeah. and 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 not every throw has to be the seven step drop back hell mary you know it only has to go 10 yards we do not have to be the sexiest team in the nfl we do not have to no. be the chiefs it doesn't have to be no look passes or the bills doing stuff it doesn't have to be that we can go four I mean, yards to play and that would be it exactly. you know you think you've got if you go for it on fourth down even better but on average if you go if you play three do first, second, third, and then got punt on far. You yeah. still got to only get three and a third of a yard per play, yeah. and then you've got a first down. And, and that mm. for me, you give me the ball, I step forward. All I've got to do is fall forward three times, and we'd make yeah. the ten yards. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be pretty football. It doesn't. I just want consistent football now. Yeah. And you look at some of the plays where, like, you, some of those plays, you only need a second or two to get it out to your tight end, to get it out to your running back who's just come out in the backfield. Some of those short, inter- the, the slants, the, the whatnot coming out of there, are going to get you those sort of yardage situations. And if you've got someone like DJ Moore, who can then, they're, they're, they're yak, they're, yeah. and, and things like that. You, I think looking at the way... The Lions have done it where we had no explosive receiver. We had no, we weren't getting the 30, 40, 50 yard plays. What we were doing was we were smashing it up the gut for four or five yards and then realising actually most of the time we're going to go for it on fourth down. So we need two and a half yards of play. Jamal Williams yeah. got that the majority of the time. And keep, if not, I'm on keep where I was getting. Keep your defence or their, the opponent's defence, keep them honest. Yeah. You know? And. Defences get tired quicker than offences do because it's mentally draining to have to constantly react and understand them. Yeah. You know what you're doing, you know where you're going if you're on offence, and you're dictating it. 
So keeping the def their defense on and keep them actually mentally working is so if he, if you know Justin Fields can run if he wants to, and he it's not just that he can run; it's that he will and he will destroy you with his legs. Yeah, he's, <laughs> a, he's, now... he's a proficient runner. Y- yeah. You know, um... Um, if he's at the point where he's no longer running to save his life, he's running because he sees an opening and he can take yeah. it even better. And then he's got yeah. <laughs> he's got the having the run where it's the smart choice, not the only yeah. choice sort of thing yeah. is what I want. Yeah. And I think uh, okay, they've got JJ and. Kirk Cousins isn't awful, but I think the, the Vikings have lost a lot of pieces. And I'm not a huge fan of Kwesi. Um I second in the division. Are, are we the worst division in NF in in the NFC, do you think? The worst? Yeah. No, I think that's the South. Okay. I think we're Okay. I think the the south is the worst at the moment. Um, it all depends. Yeah, that has lost a lot of its heavy have, hitters, hasn't it? Yeah. Is apart from maybe the Packers, we don't know yet. All four teams have. If Jordan Love goes the way he's meant to, all four teams have a franchise quarterback of some sort. Um, all four teams have the pieces. It's just... I, I know this sounds bitter and horrible, but I'd like the Packers not to have... They've had them for as long oh, as I've been alive. Uh, time for you to go without, please. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. The, how... Look, what annoys me is that they've gone... What, my lifetime, at least, with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. And, OK, to, as a Lions fan, I can't really say this. It feels a bit re- like daft to say it as, as a Lions fan, but to only walk away with one Super Bowl each. In that, that 30 years to have two of the best quarterbacks to do it yeah. and only walk away with two I mean, my, I mean, my... One of the questions I get asked occasionally is like, what's your biggest football regret? You know, and it's like, because the Bears never... You know, I want to be... I want to see the Bears on the Super Bowl. I'd have to say I've never seen Brett Favre play live. And yeah. I genuinely regret that. Um, but I've been alive for a a football like we've had some of the best quarterbacks like record setters Rivers Breeze Brady like the list is almost endless for the talent that I've seen and not only is the list endless for the talent that we've seen it's been games we've seen in London where we we yeah. saw. Um, T- 80 yard tiptoe runs down by the Vikings and we saw that Eli Man- Manning you know unicorn touchdown in, in the rain um we've we've had some bangers at London we have been very very lucky fans and I'm a little bit jealous of Germany uh, the the NFL have definitely stopped courting London in the same way they are definitely now romancing Germany but um I don't begrudge anyone having access to football you know are we getting yeah. the loveliest tastiest bit of cake no but we've had cake for a very long time and at the end of the day who doesn't like cake in general yeah even if it's not your flavor of cake if it's not your team be quiet turn up or don't buy your ticket and let someone else have a go exactly and i'm just i like that because all i can say is i'm just always all for cake so yeah on that note 
uh, it is I want to say a huge thank you because it's been it's been brilliant to chat with you and it's a pleasure I'm always me. ready willing and available to talk to football at anyone at any time day or night <laughs> I can't I, but it, it's been a huge fan again as someone who for years since quite early of getting into the NFL has known your name and has been someone who had followed you for a while before I got rid of certain social medias it's been a, a, a huge privilege to a certain extent to actually get the chance to sit down with you talk to you find out your story and chop up and talk about ball with you it's been brilliant <laughs> thank you very much claire for taking the time out of your day to come That's chat right. with you. Thank, thank you for having me make sure you continue subscribing and listening to the podcast you can find me on twitter now x at claire the bear 85 as said i do do giveaways for every nfl team every team is covered um i i tried my very best i got some stuff that you can literally only get hold of because you've been that i've got hold of or that we've had players here in in london sign stuff so it's definitely worth it yeah well you just answered the well just did the thing i was going to ask you to do and to top that off as always, every single one of those links will be in the description of this episode in your favourite podcast yeah, provider. Yeah. And if you are on the YouTube, yeah. it will be in the YouTube description. All the links will be there. So all you have to do is go into the episode, check the description, and you can click straight through. Uh, so, yeah. I'd say good luck for the rest of the season, but not that much given that you're but, in my division. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope. Let's put it this way: I hope neither of our teams get injured. You can't. I don't want you to win anything. I just don't want you. Get, but let's. No one gets injured. That's the class. That's the classy thing to say. But, um, well, but yeah, feel feel free. Just what's he? Good football. Yes, good football is is the thing. Um, feel free to use any of those pictures if you need anything extra. You know, if if I've muffed some stuff up and you need a bit of extra recording, just drop drop me a line um, and whatnot. If you want to team up for a giveaway or something, we can just we can discuss that um, and and whatnot. And uh, yeah, so I I will love you and leave you. Thanks. Sorry for I've been I have been very flaky um, at the moment. It's been a bit bit weird with stuff going on here, but um, I am.